<laughs> hey there, welcome to Pop Culture Cupid. I'm Alison, love coach, here to help you single people find your way back to love. And I'm Michal, I'm a single life coach. I help singles embrace themselves and their singleness, as well as develop a healthy self-relationship. In this podcast, we will look at how pop culture impacts romance, dating, and your love life. And each week, we'll shoot another arrow through another pop culture delusion. I, I thought we weren't going to do the whole cheesy <laughs> thing. And then burst into smithereens. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's so cringe! <sighs> Sorry, it's in the intro now. <laughs> if you make it through the chaos and you enjoy what you hear, please leave a comment, like, subscribe, and go to all the social media. At Popculture Cupid on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Enjoy. Hey. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. We posted an episode this week. Oh, yay. It's so surreal. I haven't, like, I mean, it's, like, basically a quarter of an episode, or if even, but it's, like, still so exciting. We did it. It's exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, yep, yep, yep. I wonder what people will think of our chaos. <laughs> chaos is the right word. It is the right word. <sighs> so exciting. I'm still yeah, recovering from fun. COVID. Sorry. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, COVID is is rough. Yeah, it. We may get flagged because of this because I I notice that sometimes episodes containing the c word get a warning. So just I'm not going to go into the whole debate, but it's just I felt horrible <laughs> for a couple of days. Oh my god, we can we can we can beep it or we can call it the Rona. The Rona. But, um. Yeah, but um. I'm I'm actually pretty impressed though that you've managed to go what is it now? Three years or two and a half years without getting it. Because you never That's got impressive. it. I had it once that I that I know of last in May of last year. Right. So it's still pretty late considering Yeah, it was still pretty late, but I also didn't go anywhere most of the Yeah pandemic or lockdowns or whatever so yeah, yeah. no yeah because my my brother still hasn't caught it and he was saying because we were saying how oh it must be our blood type blah 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 and well that flew out the window but mm -hmm. it felt it felt horrible it was I'm it was sure the it flu. Did, yeah. I mean it was it was just having a bad flu but it's still not enjoyable yeah rather not oh for sure not enjoyable I mean, I was pretty. I I was pretty okay. I just felt like really tired and no energy, and yeah, it was just like, ugh. but yeah, yeah. Same. Anyway, let's not talk anyway. about the hairdressers. Yeah, how beautiful. You. you know what? We have a we have a word in Hebrew, which I am so annoyed because English is such a rich language especially compared to the Hebrew language. There's so many more words in English, but there are a couple of words what we have in Hebrew where there's no equivalent in English and it annoys me. So we have this one word, I'm sorry for digressing here, but we have this one word where you use it when someone buys something new or gets a new haircut. And like, and it's just so annoying to me that there's no good word for it in English, but. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Is there like a word in French? I'm trying to I'm trying to think uh, of it. No, there isn't, so I can't <laughs> I can't sympathize. Uh, but yeah, like because I keep wanting to say it, but I'm like, wait, no. But say anyway, it, you look beautiful. It's amazing. Yes, the traje. Great, fancy. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> before I before we lose all of our non-hair sensitive <laughs> listeners my hair was drying out it was it was just and I I just called them up I tried everything I tried cutting it myself I tried using oil I tried using product I tried everything and so last week I called a hairdresser up and I said I need my hair saved because my own hairdresser moved away and I was like yeah. oh. Oh. So anyway so she cut off a, a decent amount she said you need to be cutting your hair every three or four months so that it doesn't dry out because it gets curly now yeah 
for the for the viewers. So anyway, love is blind. Yes, before everyone uh, signs off, love is love truly blind. Is love truly blind? I was I was thinking about this watching the episode, the first episode. Is why why are Nick and Vanessa Lachey the authorities on this subject? I don't know. I was I... wondering that too because I see all of these programs and I'm like, what in the world? Like, what? So no. weird. But I'm pretty sure that they are like the producers as well. Like they created the the show. So oh, they came up maybe with that's idea. why. Yeah. Yeah, but who knows? It seems there's actually a good bunch of people this time around. Yeah, it. it I was so because I I watched the the where are they now episodes of the previous season that I found a bit boring, so I don't fancy yeah them. Um, and before I watched those three before watching the 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 first episode, and I was like. So what are we getting? Are we getting people that are here just for clout? Are we getting people here just because they want to be on television? And it kind of feels like it is just, it. they feel genuine. I know that you've been watching Love Island and Love Island has become mm-hmm. completely, the first couple of seasons, it's just kids, but the, the latest seasons, they are completely here for the social media aspects and famous. And oh, everything. for sure. But this season of Love is Blind, I'm 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 thinking that a lot of them seem genuine. Um yeah, this is the I first think, episode. Yeah. I, I, I watched two episodes, but um yeah, it feels to me that, that that everyone there well, it's hard to tell off of just two episodes, you never know. Um but I feel like first of all, it's such a um heterogenic is that the word that I want to use where like there's such a variety of of people like of different people which is really cool and it just seems like everyone there is so like drama free like no one is like really there to create drama and yeah exactly I don't know because last season there was that Ukrainian girl and that and the, and her blonde friend, I can't remember their names, but they were there to stir. Oh yeah, they were constantly, constantly making fun of other girls. They were yeah. constantly stirring that, up drama and talking shit. And it was like, oh, just and that guy who put I mean, drops in his eyes to seem like he was crying. And oh yeah, that was like so. Like, what were you thinking? Yeah. As long as the camera's rolling, don't do shit like that. That's like now Mm-mm. and the season before but, that where you had the Zenob and alexis uh, they were there for drama oh uh, there was I, I don't know if they were there for drama more than they're just drama themselves i feel like that's yeah. their personality it's like i like i don't know if they do it on purpose or if it's just it comes out of them because that's what they're like and they like the attention and they like to you know stir things up or make people feel bad I don't know it's like so crazy but anyway, I do have yeah thoughts. but I feel like yes I want to hear your thoughts I have I have so I have several thoughts and I was watching this the first episode with my boyfriend because you know you have to you have to force the men you yeah. love to do stuff that they hate it's just I should do that we you know what we should do an episode where we force them to watch with us like a see like a few episodes and then bring them on and they can talk with us about what they thought of no, it. We should I we should definitely do that. Maybe we should do that for well I'll do that this week. Well maybe not this week. But we should definitely do something like that when you come over and like force mm-hmm. and have just like a, a big showing whatever viewing session with everyone. Anyway, my thoughts yeah. My thoughts. Um, where should I start? I don't know if I want to start with Izzy <clears throat> or if I want to start with that Miriam person. Wait, I'm just looking at them. Not Milton. Not him. Not her. No, she seems nice. <laughs> Is it Uche? Uche? The, um... Uche? Ucha. 
Usha and Alaya, the they were like. I mean, yeah, exactly. Usha and Alaya. I let's talk about and Lydia. Oh, Lydia. Lydia reminds me of um of that woman in the previous season. Oh, what? Oh no, from Ultimatum. She reminds me. Lydia reminds me from that. Oh wait, was it Ultimatum? Wait, I'm digressing. Let's talk about Uche. <laughs> I hate him. I hate the reaction really? that he had with Alea when she told him about that her cheating, and he was just oh became extreme right. judgmental. <clears throat> I got very angry. So my prediction is that they're, they're probably going to get over it because they're going to get produced into, you know, his producer is going to tell him to get over it and her producer is going to tell yeah. him to forgive him. But Lydia, at one point, she says to Alea, this is how he reacts. Like, you are now getting a first, first taste, hand, whatever, first hand yeah. taste of of how he reacts in these dramatic situations. Like, do you really want somebody yeah. who reacts this way? It's true. And I 100% agree, agree with her. So my prediction is that they're going to get produced into sticking it out because that's mm-hmm. how it is, but they're not going to last. They're probably, may, maybe they will go down the aisle, but they will definitely not make it. They aren't, like, he is so judgmental He's known her for less than a week and he's just judging her and making her feel really terrible for, I mean, cheating is such a complicated t- like subject and she told him yeah, and I was like, and as he, she left, he was like, oh, but you didn't have to tell me and I have to appreciate that. It's like, this doesn't work. You can't judge her and gaslight her and then say that, you're the bigger man and for accepting it and blah, blah, blah. It's terrible. Yeah. Although I do want to raise the other side of the coin by saying that I know personally, if I find out that someone that I'm dating has cheated on their ex, it would cause me to pause as well. I'd be like, because it's like, you know that trope of of someone going out with the with the person they cheated with on like you you know they let they left someone for you then eventually they're going to leave you for someone else i feel like it's i can understand the hesitation of especially i don't know if he's if he's been cheated on before but especially if you've been cheated on it's like sort of a sore subject he did a bit overreact i feel like there's ways to respond and it's okay to get upset I feel like it's it's a legitimate topic to get not upset but more like worried about or concerned (sighs) because it's it's scary it really is scary to put your hands in someone's heart sorry your heart in someone's hand and then and then have them betray you and so I, sure, you want to give someone the benefit of the doubt and not judge them on their past it's behaviors not, or actions, but it's not I anything feel like with, it's scary. I understand, I completely understand. You want to make sure that you're with somebody who has a good track record and everything. And I understand that it gave him pause. I get that. It, I mean, hundred percent. I mean, my my current mm-hmm. boyfriend. Um, has a child with his ex and they're not together anymore so you have to ask yourself a question of you know he left the woman that he was with even though they had a child so you know that kind of you know draws a pattern of just you know how you know what's his vision on family things like that and I get that and I encourage that you know you want to make sure that these people are healthy what I don't encourage is that reaction of making of intentionally making her feel bad of but you didn't tell him about it and you didn't do this and you didn't do that and you should feel and that and mm-hmm. two years ago two years ago is a long time ago that was recent and yeah. you're, uh, you're a recent cheater and blah 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 I understand the you know it gives him pause and if he says no I can't be with a cheater for any reason I get that I get that. It's completely valid. However, making her feel bad about it when she was the one being honest, I don't I, I don't agree with. 
Yeah, no, with that, I agree for sure. I said that, and I'll say it again, like his reaction was kind of poor. And you can, I don't know, maybe he was just taken aback and he didn't react well because he was just so shocked. Who knows? But I still, I feel like that reaction was a bit uncalled for. Yeah. I can understand why he was feeling that way. I understand why he was taking pause. I, I do agree that the the, the, the whole two-year thing, it doesn't, like, I, I mean, two years is a long time, um, no matter how fast they pass. But it just, the way he went about it, and I feel like it is very admirable that she decided to share it with him. and Because and, she didn't have to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't think that's, something you can't again you it's very like you can't judge a person by every single thing they did in other relationships and I I think it is something important to talk about but she didn't have to bring it up this early she didn't have to be upfront about it she you know it's it's like every relationship to itself. Like I wouldn't, I don't like comparing relationships. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. You never know what happened. And it's like. Absolutely. I don't know, but I don't know what I would have done in that situation though. It's a, it's a, it's a, I definitely would have, wouldn't have made a feel bad about it though. It's like not the right reaction. I. I can tell you for sure how I would have reacted in that situation because I've been in that situation. Hmm. And I said, I need to take a moment to think about this. I'm yeah, not angry, which I'm is legitimate. Not, yeah, it's just like, I need to, I need a moment to, to think about this. It's not, I, I actually said, this isn't creating any positivity in me. It's like, I'm actually feeling quite negative about it, but I just want to take a yeah. step have a think. And, and we had a huge talk about it and, you know, and, <sighs> cheating is not black and white and I hate that mm-hmm. you know I would I would not advise against forgiving a cheater wait no let me rephrase that I would not advise to forgive a cheater full stop but there yeah. are exceptions to this where I would advise to talk about it with this person what do you mm-hmm. consider cheating is you know Yes, having sex with somebody else is obviously cheating, but is the one night stand the, the same as an emotional relationship with somebody else that's ongoing? You know, this colleague at work that you're having these deep conversations with or yeah. somebody that you kissed and are still talking to or keeping in touch with your ex or my ex-boyfriend actively sought out women's attention. And, well, I mean, he did cheat on me, but... <clears throat> those are different situations where he cheated on me with a woman and had an emotional affair and physical affair but (sighs) great guy but most of the time but also (laughs) before he did that for a couple of years he would just talk to women and he would seek them out on Facebook and Instagram and he was a DJ and he would and he would you know he would spin it in a, oh, but I'm I'm a DJ, I'm sociable, I talk to a lot of people, you know, it's fine, blah, blah, blah. And he would just talk to a bunch of women and kind of not flout with him, but it was that grey area. Mm. And, you know, is that, I'm not, you know, this is an open question. I'd be happy to get your feedback and the listeners' feedback of, is that better than the one night stand of, you know, I have, we haven't had sex in months, I just, I cracked. It's not good, but I cracked. What's What's worse, the seeking out attention constantly and taking time away from me or the one night stand of of sex, which, you know, can lead to more? Which one's worse? I think they're both equally bad. Like, right. I feel like an emotional affair is... Well, cheating is such a... It's a complicated topic. Subject. And it's really... It's very comp- complicated. Personally... I don't think I would ever be able to f- to forgive something like that. I feel like, especially, first of all, again, going back to the emotional, you're sort of, uh, you're creating a whole new deep connection and trust with someone else, where I feel like a, a lot of times that's even worse because you're sort of confiding in someone else 
and and that sort of takes away from your relationship because instead of turning to them and talking to them you're talking to someone else and you're getting attached to someone else which I feel like getting attached to a person is scarier for me than having sex with someone like it takes me a very long time to get attached to someone because it's scary and and losing them is scarier on the other hand though I don't take sex lightly I'm not that kind of person who can have a one night stand and enjoy emotionless sex and I feel like sex in itself is such an emotional act and when it's done right and when you're in love with the person you're doing it when you care about each other when you have chemistry it's like and I talk with my boyfriend about this a lot like it's it's I feel like it's just as important as going out to date as connecting as talking it's it it helps us connect on such a deep on a it's hard to explain so I feel like when you're having sex with another person it's suddenly whether it's on the same emotional level or not, it sort of taints your experience with them. And I feel like it's so complicated. I agree. And this, and you know, we've been talking about this for probably 10 minutes now. (laughs) And we haven't scratched the surface and we've both got our own experiences with it. So, you know, this guy, Uche, just giving her a hard time about it. And she was saying she felt bad. She wouldn't do it again, but, you know, it happened and she's dealing with it and he's he's just not happy that she's grown from it. He just needs her to feel horrible for the rest of her life. And it's just, you know... Yeah. If the guy that... So, anyway, I don't, I don't like it. I... I don't I don't agree with cheating. I don't, you know, I don't think that it should be easily forgiven. But I think that, you know, yeah. every situation is different and you want to have a conversation about it. And, you know, I feel that her, the way she was talking about it, of I felt bad, but also I have needs and I felt bad about it and I'm not going to do it again. I've grown from it, but I'm not going to beat myself out about it anymore. I think that's the best, you know. She didn't yeah. kill guy. She didn't, she didn't, you know, lie about having AIDS I mean you know she she cheated she had sex with somebody else yeah she was in a she was in a relationship that didn't feel right for her she made a mistake that's that you know you don't don't she doesn't need to beat herself up about it forever and he's not the yeah. one her ex can be angry with her forever that would be fine but this isn't him yeah. so no I think he's he's reacting a bit as if she cheated on him, which is kind of unfair. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I feel like you have to under, also understand the person you're talking to and who they are, what their baseline is. If this is so out of character for them, then <clears throat> you can you can know much easily that it's not something that they do. It's just you know it's very different from who they are and it's a one-time thing and it happens and they're human and they made a mistake yeah but if if it if it's in part to who they are and they're kind of you know all over the place and they just all the time put themselves in situations where they constantly do stupid things then maybe i'd 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 be more concerned but again you have to consider all of these things and and also not react as if you're the person who's being cheated on exactly it's you know you're you're allowed everybody's allowed in french we have an expression that i'm gonna say and then translate which is il y a le fond et la forme which means le fond which means like the the content the what's contained like what's inside Mm -hmm. and la forme which is the shape so basically you have, you know, it's talking about you've got the water, which is the the heart of the problem. And then you've got the container, which is the glass. And so the yeah. water, the water is having the feelings and everything. And so, you know, that can take any shape or form, but it's there and it's it has its place and it's legitimate that it's there. And then the container, the shape is the glass and you're the one that control, you're the one that controls that it's how are you gonna you know 
serve up the water is it going to win what type of glass and what type of cup and what type mm. of anything and so you know nobody is arguing with the the heart of the matter but we are arguing that there is a way of delivering and you know and mm-hmm. so you know water you want to be you know given water in a glass that's room temperature that you can hold without being burnt or cut or whatever you don't want to be thrown it in your face and that's what happened and I so yeah. I, you know, I agree with the feelings I don't agree with the way it was delivered and and I'm sorry but when you're in your 30s this, this is something you, you should have learned you know in your 20s yeah. it's fine but when you're in your 30s <clears throat> this is something that you have learned you know and that's that yeah I feel like when you're in your 30s you're already sort of more mature you already know how to take things into proportion you're not supposed to overreact and create drama you're supposed to strive to drama free life that's what we do in our 30s yeah we enjoy life without drama and you know without creating it so but I feel like anyway they're gonna end up together and he's gonna continue overreacting to different things and 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 I don't know I'm still Sorry, I agree, and but I'm just saying that they're not gonna make it. They, probably, oh, no. probably get married. I, I'm as of now, I'm unsure of it, but they are definitely like in the reunion episode. They are definitely not making it. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I still, I, I'm still undecided to to how long they'll make it or not. But uh, I don't know. I, I like, I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt that it's like. This is not his baseline. This is not how he always reacts. And he sort of was taken out of like. Interesting. I don't know. Who knows? But who knows? Because he does seem like a good guy. But he was like, I don't know. Maybe that's, I don't know. It's like, I feel like a lot of times a good guy is an act. So. Yeah, it's it's, um, the entitlement of the good guys of, oh, I've got the moral high ground and I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Given the dealt the bad hand and whatever it's just, uh, anyway should we move on to someone else let's move on I want to move on <laughs> so I found while we were talking I, I looked up who um Lydia made me think of and it's Jacqueline I'm trying to remember who Jacqueline is Jacqueline is the one that got not married but engaged with Marshall but is now living in a flat with Josh you know the oh i think i know you the one who's who who switched they got engaged and then she yeah. okay she i did not like her one bit no, I, I did not like her either i i i don't not like lydia yet yet mm-hmm. um, but they feel like it's that that's they are the same character of the hyper energetic yeah and which I'm not a fan of in general, but I was starting yeah. off not liking Lydia because of that energy she was giving off until mm-hmm. until she said that this is how he reacts and this is, you know, yeah. going to be learning from this. I thought that was very sound. Yeah, no, she's she definitely has a head on her shoulders. She's definitely very smart and I'm still not sure what I feel about her, but I feel like she's that kind of person that when they walk into a room, you know they're going to make things about them. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's something about her that just feels so dramatic. And it's probably because she's South American. Because they like their drama. They do. They. It's a stereotypical, but... I know. I'm sorry to say this, but... Because um, I grew up with watching Argentinian telenovelas. And I was all like... I'm like, this is so dramatic. This can't be real life. And then I've met South Americans in real life and I heard their, their stories with, with their families and their friends and their significant others. And I'm like, yep, it's basically their, their real life. So, but I digress. Um, I don't know. I'm like, there was one thing that she said, like she was going, she was like, there was one scene where she was crying and she was like, I'm just craving for someone to love me already. I'm desperate for someone to love me and I'm like I get it we all want someone to love us 
but the way she said it felt so dramatic mm, dramatic and uh victimized and like I'm so I need love and I'm not like I'm not trying to mock her in any way but like I feel like like get over yourself like oh I hate that I hate it when people like tie their worst to, to finding love or they're like so desperate for it that it makes them go crazy I don't know I feel like oh really I I, I agree and obviously I agree well (laughs) my this is my analysis slash prediction so she got her heart broken by Izzy that yeah it's funny how this type of guy will do that to women I mean whatever I think she's going to get married with Milton as a second choice and that's not going to work out. Do you remember that really yeah. religious blonde woman who married a younger guy and that didn't work out? Maybe. In uh, Love, uh, Love In, is Blind? Yeah, previous season where she really liked this one guy who ended up marrying Natalie, the Asian woman, Oh, I can't remember. Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. I think that that she's gonna end up with her. She's so desperate for for marriage that she's gonna end up with her second choice, and then she's gonna see Izzy and it's yeah. gonna be drama. But she was with her after Izzy had ended things with her, which, by the way, he did in such a, an elegant way of just like you know, yeah. He he, you know, it was it was tough to watch, but he did it in a listen. I I have a stronger connections when she told him that he was her number one he didn't react he was very very elegant about it very it must have been tough to handle so I mean yeah that was a good job and then she went on her date with Milton where so they're obviously he's you know he really likes her and so they're gonna end up for her he is but then she started crying and talking about vulnerability. And that's when I found her most vulnerable and real. Yeah. But I was like, like, you should have been doing this with Izzy and every other guy of just not crying, but just, just, you know, not pretending that you're this hyper Latina woman and blah, blah, blah. And we are. Yeah. Blah, blah, and not that, you know, I don't know. I don't know her in real life if she's always like that and things like that, but it does put up this facade of you can't get to me and I'm so strong and etc etc when you know we're all we're not none of us are particularly strong in the emotions category we all want to you know be vulnerable and find love and it's tough for everyone and I think that she didn't do that with Izzy and she did do that with Milton in the later date (sighs) and yeah uh, yeah, they had a, I felt like, I felt at first that Milton and, and Izzy had a, a, an immediate, well, he at least had a very immediate connection with her. And a lot of times, like, I was like, at first I was like, hmm, maybe, but then I was like, no, usually when it's like that, it, it, it doesn't work out in the end. And yeah. I don't know, he feels like, I feel like they just have a lot of common ground because I feel like their, their field of, of work and study is, the same so it's like they have that common ground and then I thought she would she would end up with Izzy wow a lot happened in one episode um agree and but then but then I kind of didn't because I really like Izzy yeah and I I although hmm, I'm not sure if I should spoil this for you that something happens in the second episode which just kind of annoys me but with Johnny yeah um I don't know because I but I really like him and I didn't want like I kind of didn't want him to end up with her but then I didn't like him with Johnny either I don't know I felt like Johnny and Chris should have been together kind of but they don't end up oh I don't know yet we don't know yet but oh I'm sorry I didn't want to ruin it for you but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter maybe we'll put a spoiler alert at the beginning um yeah well, oh, I mean, by now, probably people are going to have watched most of it. But I feel like, because there's like sort of that triangle where Johnny wants Izzy and maybe Chris, but Chris wants her and Izzy isn't sure about anyone. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I 
Izzy is that Izzy I I'm unsure about I like him as well but he's he he's got that charisma all of the girls have a thing for him well a lot of the girls have a thing for him yeah he talks about uh, some girls think that I'm gross because I'm bald and I'm like dude you know you're good looking you just stop it yeah he's also a charmer but he is and so he's the kind of one where I'm just hesitant as to why is he here because he's a charmer and he's good looking okay fine some women won't like Mm. guys but he's good looking yeah yeah, but I feel like he's a charm because I know charmers in real life and they're like sort of, they know they're charmers and they use it to their advantage and they date a bunch of girls and they get whoever they want. And yes, he's a charmer, but I feel like he's not that kind of charmer. I feel like he's not really, he, it just, mm. the reason why he's so captivated is because it comes naturally to him and he's not even realizing it. And something in the way that he, and you'll see this in episode two, but something in the way that he reacts to Johnny makes me feel like something is going on under the surface. I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's something there that is holding him back. There's something going on, and I'm not sure what. But I wanted to say this also before, and I completely forgot, but I feel like one of the reasons also why it didn't work out with Lydia is because he's so... calm cool and collected that I feel like he got a bit overwhelmed by her drama I feel like he's very he's very drama free and something about her coming in and straight straight away going like hola mi amor and being all like kind of like whatever it's like no yep 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 that's that's yeah yep 100% completely agree with that analysis um We'll see with Izzy. So, and I have, it kind of popped up into my head because I'm scrolling through the different candidates and Miriam popped up. Oh, I can't remember her. Who is she? So she's, so she said that she was a scientist. And then the guy, Mm -hmm. I can't remember who she was on a date with, but she was like, oh, I'm a scientist. And he was like, oh, so you do this? And she was like, no. It felt so shady. Like she, the whole thing of I live in the Middle East, but actually, I'm oh, I remember Houston. her. She was saying, I'm going to move back to Houston in a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. So, where are yeah. you? Well, actually, I've moved back. It's like, this is weird. Why are you? Well, she was like, something about a skincare. She's like, I have a skincare thing and I'm not, and I can't say what it is. And it's like, it's like, it felt really strange. So, I'm, yeah. Maybe she's like the drama of the season. I don't know, but I don't know something yeah, about her. Weird, um, but yeah, she was weird. Um, yeah, I can't remember else? much of the other people. I mean, it was JP and Taylor who were like, "Okay, we know we're gonna end up together." Yeah, exactly. I was well, just gonna say that. First. Like, there's the the few obvious ones that get out of the pods very quickly, and yeah, I agree. Taylor and JP, they're gonna. They're going to be like that season one couple of the black girl and the scientist um, <laughs> where they're, they're going to end up together and still be together. Like you can tell that yeah. such a um, pure. They're there for love. They are. Oh my God. They're so there for love and they're so authentic and they're so sweet. And it's just like sickingly adorable. I agree. I'm looking at like there from episode one. There are so many episodes, so many guys that I, and girls that I just haven't even seen. Yeah. What did you think of Casey? Do you remember Casey? She was also biting for Izzy's attention. Let me. No, I don't remember her. So Izzy is number one. Maybe that's the answer. <laughs> Maybe. Um. Oh, is she the blonde one? Yeah. Yeah. I think. If she's, I'm, I'm not, if, if I'm, so Lydia, Jesus, oh, tea. Jared, Taylor, <laughs> Erica. It's really hard to Casey. tell from the first episode. There's so many people going on and it's like, that's the most difficult part I have every time I watch it. It's like, it's hard for me to keep track of everyone. And I'm like, oh my God, my head is so overwhelmed right now. So I'm like, I usually just focus on a few that, that catch my eye and stick to them 
And it's usually the, the the rest that just get filtered out anyway out of the yeah. show. They're, they're good at doing it. So did you say Casey or Stacy? Oh, there were both of them? Well, or did they, I get it wrong? I don't know. Stacy, it might be Stacy. She was blonde and she was going for Izzy as well. And I'm not sure if I like her or not. If I, yeah, there's only, there isn't a Casey. There's only a Stacy. So you probably... Okay, so yeah, I meant Stacy. I'm going to try and make you see her on the camera. Yeah, I think that's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, I don't really like her. Um, <laughs> I think that she, she's the type of woman who has the traditional Western good looks. So she's probably yeah. used to men fawning all over her, and she. Okay, this is my hot take. I think that she's used to men yeah. fawning all fawning all over her. So she's usually got the you know the choice of the litter where she can just have anyone and she usually goes for the wrong guy because she'll go for looks but because she's so used to men coming up to her she didn't this is gonna be really harsh she didn't have to build a strong personality so when yeah. she's against all of these other strong personalities because you've either got the Lydia's that have strong personalities or the Johnny's and the things like that that have very soft um energy and like you know approachable and things like that that make people feel comfortable but she hasn't had to build that and so when in the dark it doesn't come off as strong and so she she fails at this type of thing yeah but I kind of feel maybe that's also what Izzy's looking for because I feel like he's oh, and again you haven't watched this yet but Johnny comes out with like this whole story and I feel like it created too much drama for him and I feel like he's looking for that boring person to just create a stable life with I really feel like that's what he's there for. He's he's not he's not like that. My my feeling is that most people, and when I say most, it is like ninety percent. Most people mm -hmm. want a drama free life. Yeah, well, generally want a drama free life. Well, some people get very bored with with without drama, without like action and you know, without having an adventure or like just being adventurous and going out and being Yeah, yeah, but what I that, that that that's not what I mean by drama or not drama. I think, you know, the people they don't want, you know, the jealousy and they don't want the fighting off other people. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. And uh, you know, we were talking about this when for Tinder Swindler last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um well, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, where if you want the James Bond adventure, blah, 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 this is what you're going to get and things like that and the whole adventure yeah. and risk and things. But most people, they don't want that. They think they want that. They think they want sometimes a bit of fun. But actually, they yeah. just, uh, you know, have the cuddle up safety of having somebody, you know, stable. If you yeah. look at the, if you you know if you look at celebrities, the the couples that don't make it are the couples that have everything on social on social media, apart from a couple. Yeah. Of they are you know everybody who knows everything about their private life and they are, you know always yeah. like are they cheating blah 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 and it just it becomes so much that they break up, but then you've got the couples that, you know Ed Sheeran and his wife. We don't really know who she is, or Brosnan, what's his first name, the James Bond guy, his wife, oh, we don't no, really no, hear about, right. or we've got, I mean, so many celebrities who have been together for 10, 20, 30 years, and they are never yeah. in the media. They, you know, the only times they're in the media, it's to talk about whatever project they are on, and that's that. Mm -hmm. They're not you know he's cheating or she's pregnant or they went on this yeah. vacation etc oh Nathan Meester and Adam Brody oh such a perfect example such a perfect example yeah um of you know they've been together for a long time and they are they keep themselves off of social media the only couple and they're both famous pardon they're both famous so it's like even more difficult but they're just sort of like yeah. 
The only kind of exception that so far I'm thinking of is Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I love them. I was thinking of them too. But they do, they don't share their person life that much. It's true. They don't really put themselves out there. They keep to themselves. They're like, yes, they're a bit more out there. But it's more of like, you know, they joke with each other online or they post every so often something small, but they don't really put out all the personal stuff out there. It's true. Whereas you've got the Justin Bieber and that whole triangle. Oh, my God. But you see, those are kind of people who thrive on that drama. They get bored without it. Yeah, but then the relationship doesn't last. Well, yeah, because what can you do? They don't know what, what, what they want. A lot of people, they they think they want the drama because they get bored. And then when they create the drama, they 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 sort of end their relationship without realizing it. And they don't understand why their relationship ended. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, you know, they get bored, but then it fizzles out. And so this is what we're yeah. saying is just, the people that kind of create the drama and enjoy the drama, they burn that relationship. Whereas people who mm-hmm. stay away from the drama, they nourish it and they, you know, you've either got the forest fire and it burns everything up and that's that. Or you've just got the nice little yeah. chip fire that you kind of feed and, <sighs> kind of, you know, you, you take care of it and nurture it. And that's, that's <laughs> the difference. And, and so, yeah, you, you, your drama-free relationship sure seems less eventful, but it's long-lasting. Yeah, and definitely. I can't, I can't remember who we were saying this about, but, Izzy, yeah, because you said Izzy is looking for something chill, and I agree. I think, you know, a lot of people actually deep down want something chill and drama-free, and they may get bored at some point, but actually that's how you get a long-lasting relationship, when you avoid the drama. Yeah. Because it's just, it's so, it's so tiring and, and draining. It is, it's exhausting and it makes you, it diverts you, your attention and your energy and your time from focusing on what really matters. And I feel like it's, 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 uh, uh, I feel like it's an epidemic in general where we sort of constantly, people are changing, uh, chasing the, the highs they're chasing the the rushes. They're chasing the adrenaline. The adrenaline. They just want like that those peaks, and we completely overlook the small, simple, boring things in life. That I feel like that's why so many people aren't happy up here because the happy things, the are, are the small things. I feel like the things that make us most genuinely happy and content are the small things that we often overlook. Yeah. And I don't know why we got to this, but I feel like, like, I took the time for myself. I was single for seven years and I learned how to thrive in that drama-free life because the relationship is usually what causes the drama. When you're single, it's just not there. And in my new relationship, I brought that mentality in with me and it's the healthiest relationship I've ever had. I've said that again. I've said that before and I'll say it again and again. Yeah. I yeah I it kind of brings me back when I was single a few years ago and I was I was not looking to get into a relationship at all but I was just looking for fun and and these kind of short-term relationships of just let's just yeah anyway we're, uh, we can have a whole other <laughs> if that was healthy oh, we can in hindsight I hot take I don't think it was healthy but anyway I, I've grown from it and I matched with a guy on Tinder that he was saying, I'm in an open relationship and and she knows. And, you know, we can definitely, you know, you can talk to her about it. This isn't cheating. This is just we're in an open relationship and I want to meet women. So weird. Yes. Well, I mean, that's a whole other thing. But I swiped on him and we and we spoke a few times and we went on a couple of dates. And I thought, OK, I'm just going to I'm going to be open minded about it and non-judgmental. Mm. And. I, I mean, it, in hindsight, it, it was weird. It's, but I, no judgment here. But she was just, so his girlfriend was just so dramatic about everything. Everything yeah, was of course. Everything. And so it wasn't, 
it wasn't jealousy or or anything but it was everything needed to be source of argument and things like that and so he yeah. had to follow all of these rules when he was going on dates but she followed none of the rules and so she found out that I shared a place seven years ago with a friend of her ex-husband and so she made oh a whole thing about it and I was like this is so this is very strange like how how does she know that? Oh. and I said listen I mean I was I was trying to be open-minded this is too dramatic I'm just gonna I'm yeah step away from it yeah I haven't done anything like that since I've just going anywhere near polyamory but it's just yeah oh the drama it it's so invasive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. invasive. yeah 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 and that's why a lot of people these days can't find the bliss in just boring and in the stable and in the conventional because they're constantly seeking out the unconventional the cool polyamorous and mono whatever it's called these days they're constantly seeking out all of these things that just creates drama at the end of the day call it whatever you want say whatever you want about it it creates drama and it creates tension and it's just makes us seek out more drama and more thrills in my humble opinion anyway yeah I agree but we've digressed so much that I think it's time for us to go and watch there's no way back anymore (laughs) (laughs) yes I mean this was it's a, I, I, I find these things interesting because oh for sure I don't I, I don't know oh yes I mean I'm pretty, <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure that the only reason they create these shows is for money and just drama because the fact that we're making a podcast and talking about it is just going to bring them money like that's they oh, want for sure they're, they're happy that we're talking about this but I do yeah. you know it 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 makes for interesting conversations sometimes of you know what what is what are, what are humans like what is society like where are we going why yeah. are we doing this you know it's <sighs> anyway who knows take these things too seriously i think we do which we take... is what we love yeah exactly exactly it makes us feel better about watching trash television yeah exactly when we <laughs> when we dive deep into them and analyze them and extract every little minuscule lesson in it I agree, <laughs> guys. Anyway, because we because now we'll, this will be posted after the Tinder swindler, um, to tag, follow, su- subscribe, comment, ask a question. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yes, and let us know what your predictions are for this season. I'd love to hear what you think. Yeah, and who you think is gonna end up with whom, and who do you think Izzy should end up with? Because I feel like he's gonna be the season favorite, and everyone's gonna be like no he should have gone with her and I want him to be with her and it's like kind of or is that just me (laughs) bye everyone bye bye